This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. That's right, Brian Lillian for Lowell Green. And if you're not a love machine for Justin Trudeau, well, at least you own one. OMG, have you seen what CBC's doing? All for Justin. Oh, they actually put out on Twitter and Facebook, send us your Justin selfies. If, if you don't believe me and you want to see this, go to my Twitter account and you will see CBC encouraging everyone to send them their Justin selfies, and they're going to do this whole thing with them. Maybe they'll do a collage. Maybe some decoupage. They'll get together with Sophie and do crafts. It's going to be so great. <sighs> they're absolutely breathless at Justin Trudeau's inauguration yesterday, coronation. I mean, it's, not, it's more than a swearing in. I know some of you are going to call in later, and you'll want to complain to me about CTV. There's nothing CTV can do. Like, one, don't get me in trouble. But two, there's nothing CBC, CTV can do to match the sucking up of the state broadcaster. It is amazing what promising an extra $150 million in annual funding will do for you. Send us your Justin selfies. Oh, my heart's just a flutter, isn't it? Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau, I mean, CBC is his love machine. But here, you know, I was thinking that's kind of an old song and Justin's a young hip dude. So he was probably singing a different song in the shower this morning because he knows what he's got in CBC. He's oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is oh, always yeah. right there. He has I found himself her. a cheerleader, hasn't he? So in addition to the selfies, I mean this is about more than selfies. CBC's The National, with Peter, I'm in third place in the ratings Mansbridge, actually got unfettered access. Think about that. This is the third network in a three-horse race. CTV is normally the top network in Canada. Far more people watch CTV news than any other television newscast. Global used to battle them out for it. They're a little bit behind, but well above CBC. Mansbridge is the third anchor of a third newscast. But he got unfettered behind-the-scenes access to Justin Trudeau yesterday. He was there with him when he was having supposed private moments with, you know, a full camera crew rolling as he took his kids to the office before his swearing-in ceremony. He was there as they gently touched the, gently touched the, uh, the portrait of Grandpapa Pierre in the foyer or in the the hallway that leads from the rotunda to the foyer of the House of Commons. It is amazing what $150 million will buy for you. This is shocking. It's not the first time, by the way, that I found CBC basically buying access or selling off access. They did it with Parks Canada in the Franklin Expedition, but that's another story. Today, this is about Justin Trudeau and CBC 
and their lovely little symbiotic relationship. I'll go, you know, it, it's like Kathleen Wynne and the teachers' unions. I'll give you $150 million. You do collages of selfies with me, and you'll get unfettered access to never say a bad word about me. By the way, from what I'm told, and please, somebody, if you know better, correct me if I'm wrong, the word I was given was that Peter Mansbridge officiated at the wedding of Kate Purchase. Who's Kate Purchase? Justin Trudeau's director of communications. She's also the daughter of Bruce Anderson, the man that is on Peter's panel every week. I know some people call it the ad issue panel. I call it Peter's panel. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the state of the media in Canada, or at least of the state broadcaster. I welcome your thoughts on this. 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility, 1-800-580-2372. But when I come back, I'm going to stop just tearing down, and we're going to talk about building up. We'll take your calls on Justin and CBC as well. If you want to call in, 521-TALK, 521-8255. But the Conservatives are picking an interim leader today. That's the placeholder job. The big job, still up for grabs, and I want your thoughts on that. Back in moments. Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Oh, I think that oh come I on. I know if you're not dancing in your kitchen, you're dancing in your chair to that song. That's the song that was going through Justin Trudeau's head this morning as he was showering those silky locks of his. You know, with the shampoo that everyone asks him about. He was just thinking, I found myself a cheerleader. Yeah, CBC, they're my cheerleader. cheerleader. Yes, they are. In fact, they're, the, they're my love machine. They are my love machine. I'm just a love machine. I'd say that's the song that Peter Mansbridge was playing in his head as he was, mis- you know, shampooing. But let's face it, Peter doesn't take long to shampoo. I don't know that he needs to. Oh, man. Brian Lilly sitting in for Lowell Green, and I'm having fun this morning because, well, CBC's actually paying. They're paying on Twitter and Facebook to promote people sending them there's selfies with Justin. Now, look, I was there. I, I walked the throngs of people. I saw everyone uh, trying to get a selfie with Justin. And one girl actually had a meltdown. This was funny. Uh, I unfortunately did not get audio on this. I just got video because I turned around. She's right behind me. Is Justin uh, Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau, walked. I have trouble not calling him Justin. One, we're the same age and I've you know, been covering him a long time. And two, that's how he brands himself. So Prime Minister Trudeau walks around behind the media and between the media and the crowd to leave. And this girl did not get a selfie with him. And she started jumping up and down, <laughs> screaming, Justin, Justin, I drove all the way from Toronto. Come back, Justin. Oh, you will actually find that in other media coverage. Um, I was still plugged into the soundboard and couldn't get the audio on it. But wow, a complete meltdown. So look, I get it. You know, his his followers are enamored with him. But why is the state broadcaster enamored with him? Oh, I know. He promised them $150 million a year in extra funding. And they're repaying the favor by promising to do collages of selfies with Trudeau, by getting unfettered access that no other network got. You know, CTV didn't have behind the scenes with Trudeau from sunup to sundown yesterday. 
only CBC did. The official broadcaster of the Liberal Party of Canada, paid for by you. So take your calls on that, 521-TALK, 521-8255. But I also want to talk about building this morning. Because this morning the Conservative Caucus is meeting to pick an interim leader. There's a whole pile of people running for the job, from Rob Nicholson and... uh, and Diane Finley, two people that are longtime stalwarts in the party that aren't going to be running for leadership in the future. This is probably their last go round in Parliament. Maybe they do another election, but there's a good chance that that you know this is it for them. And generally, those are the types of people you look for in leader, uh, interim leader, somebody that's not going to try and play off that position. You've also got Aaron O'Toole. He's an ambitious man, uh, tied to a lot of the people that were in with. The crew that just lost the election. So there's that. You've got Michelle Rempel doing a joint one with Annie LaBelle. Then you, Ronna Ambrose is running for interim leader and, and Candace Bergen. Two names I don't think belong on that list. Michelle Rempel and Ronna Ambrose, because I think both of those women should be running for leader of the Conservative Party outright, not interim. I think they should be running for leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Who do you think should be running? What should the party be looking for in a leader? Other than someone that can make CBC saying, I'm a love machine, or, you know, have them singing, I found myself a cheerleader. What what should the Conservative Party be looking for in a leader? What are you looking for in the next leader of the Conservative Party of Canada? 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility, 1-800-580-2372 if you're out of town. We've got to look for... The next step. I think Stephen Harper did a fantastic job. Nobody else could have accomplished what he did over the last decade, over the last 15 years in terms of bringing the conservative movement and the the various conservative parties together, taking them to power at a time when it looked like, uh, you remember books like Gridlock, Gritlock, sorry, Gritlock being written, and that the liberals would never be out of power. Stephen Harper proved that wrong. But who is next? Who's going to be the next person, the person that takes, takes them back to power? after this term in the wilderness. I think that Rana Ambrose, Michelle Rempel are two good possibilities. Maxime Bernier, uh, you've also got um, uh, Jason Kenney. Who do you think should be it? Today in Toronto, a blast from the past named Brian Mulrooney is going to be giving a speech, and you can be sure it's going to be filled with lots of criticism of Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper, by the way, was in power longer than Brian Mulrooney was, so take that for what it's worth. Let me know what you think. 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. Paul is in Ottawa. Paul, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. You're calling in about Justin Trudeau. It's green, Dad. Why is your noise on instead of his? What happened to him? <laughs> um, uh, no, sir. Well, when does he come back? Uh, look, I don't know when he comes back, but... Well, then you go back to asking, do you want fries with that? I'll call him. All right. Interesting call. The guy waited on the line a long time to say that. Good move, Paul. Paul in Ottawa, take a hike. Russ in Alta Vista, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Wow, that's the kind of thing you don't hear often. Either he's uh, just not paying attention to who he's listening to, uh, you know what? This morning I was actually a bit disturbed by watching uh, what I saw in CTV News because right away you're seeing that the narrative and the historical view of what happened over the last decade with Stephen Harper and the Conservatives, 
all of the good work that they ever did, uh, all the good fiscal management is all being, you know, wiped away. And it's all about the dark, evil, hidden agendas, the dark times. They've got all these people. Out. They have that lady on there from the Center for Policy Alternatives. I don't think you can find anything more left-leaning than no, that. No. You know, and they're on CTV this morning with Marcy Ian, and Marcy's on and, there. And, and what are they talking about, about the Conservatives? about the new uh, Indigenous uh, minister, and I'm sure she's a lovely woman, and I wish her all the best. And they're talking about that and a whole bunch of other uh, topics about how there's going to be a, you know, a new feeling and the new moving forward and yada, yada, yada. What's really going to happen, I think they're going to have the, uh, they're going to have the huge, uh, uh, you know, inquest that they want, which is probably a good idea. They're going to learn that a lot of these missing and abused women, it's happening within the community. The rest of Canada is going to have to feel, you know, responsible for that. They're going to throw a ton more money at what used to be Indian and Northern Affairs. We still have billions of dollars going out the door. And you can say what you want. There's billions going out the door with no accountability, and well, nobody wants to address that. They're going to get rid of the accountability that was there. Yeah. It's currently being challenged in the court. I mean, think of that poor, uh, and I mean poor in in both senses of the word, that yep. poor uh, First Nation in outside Vancouver that had the chief that paid himself a million dollars. Exactly. He paid himself a well, million dollars, and there were 80 people in this band, uh, and they... You looked around. They did not have a lot of money, but he sold off a big chunk of land and pocketed a good chunk of the change. They wouldn't have known that without the financial accountability. So, yeah. Uh, quick thoughts on uh, on Leader before I got to run to the next call. Yeah, uh, definitely you need somebody like Rona. I think they need a woman because they are going to be branding the conservatives in every election coming forward from now on as, you know, the anti-immigrant, anti-kneecap, anti-Muslim, uh, dark, terrible, anti-immigration. You need to have that new kind of face. All right, Russ, thanks for the call. Gotcha. Mark in Carp, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Your thoughts on Trudeau and who should be leader? Uh, well, first, on Trudeau, I mean, that I guess the best way to describe how I was feeling yesterday listening to that coverage was <laughs> I felt like I was on a different planet. I mean, I just, I just don't get the hype and the gushing from the media over this, this man. I mean, <laughs> there's an awful lot of them that are still in love with his dad, and it's always come back to that, in my view. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look, I'm an open-minded person. I'm, I'm willing to give the guy a chance, but this this hysteria around it is just way over the top. And and I guess the other thing, I'm I'm supposed to. I'm, they're trying to lead me to believe that going from uh, 12 women in Stephen Harper's last cabinet to 15 is some groundbreaking historical moment in this country. Well, good. Thanks for pointing that out. Only three more women. And as a percentage, like from, from the amount of women in the government that Harper chose from, he actually chose a higher percentage of women that were available to put in cabinets. So, I mean, do, do the conserv- we're, we got 20 seconds left, Mark. Do, do the Conservatives need to pick a woman as leader next? I don't think they have to. I mean, I think they could. There's some good people there for sure. But I, I would support probably Jason Kenney. I know there's a lot of people that think it's, it's Harper 2.0. But I, I think he's done great things in government, and he's really connected with uh, with the immigrant community. And uh, Very competent minister as well. He'd be a good choice. Thanks absolutely. for the call, Mark. Thank you. I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Lowell Green. For everyone except for Paul, who doesn't want to hear me, 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. Back after this on Trudeau and the next conservative leader.
This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. The Prime Minister has made it clear to us that uh, it is his hope and his intention that the tax measures could be in place uh, for January 1st. And that's frankly one of the reasons why uh, we're asking Parliament to come back in the first week of December. Dominic LeBlanc, the new government house leader, taking more of your money. That's right. One of the first, first goals of this new regime, the new Trudeau era, is to raise taxes. They're going to... They're going to cut taxes on the middle tax bracket. This did not get enough explanation in the media during the election campaign. Trudeau is offering a tax break that will cut taxes for the middle tax bracket. He's going to hike taxes on high-income earners. But then he's going to bring in a series of other what amount to taxes, such as payroll taxes, an increase to the CPP, increase in EI spending, Uh, and other measures, it's actually going to strip away that middle-income tax cut. So if you're an average working Ottawan, guess what? That tax cut is not going to mean a whole lot to you. But you know why you didn't hear about that? I think it had to do with something to do with the the love that the media has because, uh, you know, I told you what CBC is, right? They're a love machine. If you aren't believing me that they put out on Twitter and Facebook and elsewhere, send us your selfies with Trudeau. Go to my Twitter page, go to my Facebook page, and you will find them there. It is unbelievable that they're doing this. And then, of course, yesterday, uh, as uh, Matt Dowling responds to me on Twitter, he says, don't forget the love fest with Peter Mansbridge last night. That's right. Uh, Samar Teske says... uh, or to cast, sorry, uh, thoroughly enjoying the Island of Sanity with that Brian Lilly on CFRA this morning. Um, Mahmoud uh, Noramed said, Canadians will find out that hope and change is rhetorical, as we in the USA have. Welcome your thoughts on the love fest between Trudeau and um, the state broadcaster. It is amazing what $150 million a year in extra funding will bring you. 521-TALK, 521-8255, or Star 580 on Bell Mobility. And, of course, also asking you your thoughts on who the next conservative leader should be. So, but just to tell you what's coming up at the top of the hour, I told you the first thing that the Trudeau government uh, talked about yesterday was hiking taxes. At 11 o'clock, this government that believes in openness and liberty, because, you know, their name is liberal, so they must be all about liberty, they're going to hold... a, a news availability in the foyer of the House of Commons to announce they're bringing back the loan form census. And the only thing that changed with the conservatives is they stopped jailing people that refused to answer questions about home renovation and detailed questions about your income. That's the new era of glasnos with Justin Trudeau. Amy in Cornwall, you're on the Low Green Show with Good Brian Lillard. Good morning. Sorry about that jerk there, Paul. <laughs> well, terrible. you know, there's more love than uh, than what Paul has out there. Yeah, CFR Nation loves you, Brian. Thank you. I just wanted to say, uh, no kidding, I mean, even CTV, uh, the night of the elections, I mean, that was a joke. I mean, Lisa Laflamme, uh, I mean, she was questioning... You guys are going to get me in trouble. I'm a guest here. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it's, it's, they're so biased, it's unbelievable. But as far as the, um, I mean, I... 
I'm keeping an open mind, even though I'm a conservative. Uh, the only thing that scares me is, uh, you know, his stance on environmental. It's a waste of money as far as I'm concerned. And opening up this whole Indian uh, affair, it's, it's just it, it's going to be money thrown, you know. Well, it, you know, as I've argued before, the Oliphant inquiry into Brian Mulroney's dealings cost us $16 million, and we found out that um, Brian Mulroney had bad judgment. Gomery cost us even more than that. Did anyone go to jail from Gomery? No. no, because these things don't result in criminal charges. There has to be a a parallel police investigation that can't use anything that comes out of a public inquiry. Exactly. I, and, I, you know, they're going to see how hard Stephen Harper worked, and uh, they have a lot of work to do. So, But as far as our new leader goes, uh, I'm still not sure. Um, but I, I, what I would like to see... And I really uh, love Stephen Harper. I just during the election, I just saw a lot of um, a lot of uh, hudak in him. So I would like to have somebody with fire in their belly, and to respond to uh, lies through the media, and respond to the other parties and get angry. Like, Ted, like Ted Cruz in the last Republican debate. <laughs> I would like to, I would just somebody with like a, like a, a Lisa McLeod or even an Andrea Horback. You know, like somebody that's not afraid to stand up and. You know, I, I, I wouldn't care if it was a man, but somebody that could, you know, don't get stepped on. <laughs> I like that. I don't care if the leader's a man. He can, the leader can be a man. <laughs> wow, things have changed, Amy. Yeah. I, 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 Maybe you should run. No, no. I, I, this is the only time when people ask me to run for politics, it's the only time I favorably quote a McGinty. I remember asking uh, Brendan, the behind-the-scenes brother, Brendan, when are you going to run? He said, when I fall and hit my head very, very hard. <laughs> Thanks good for the one. call, Amy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Kim in Fournier. Uh, oh, good morning, Brian. Good morning. I would just like to say to that very rude person, Paul, to keep his rudeness to his own friends and never mind calling CFRA to tell you to get off the air. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's totally rude. And also to say that uh, this Trudeau fan thing appeals to the very young, the people who really don't know very much, or they appeal to the ones who are going to benefit from this largesse that we're going to hand out, like the CBC. Okay. Yeah, these- well, absolutely, Kim. But always remember that everyone talks about the wave and the landslide, and that's what you're going to hear from most of the media, right? I know. Just remember, he got less of the vote the popular vote than Stephen Harper did in 2011. And, but that was never a landslide. That was a slim ma- majority. Yes, but the point is, though, it's the young people, the ones who don't really know very much, who went and voted for him. Yeah. And these are the guys that we're going to see coming forward with their selfies and whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I, that I... is the wrong reason to vote for a leader of a country. I ran into one MP that was defeated from Vancouver the other day, and they were telling me, they said, uh, they only lost a couple hundred votes from what they got in 2011, but there was this huge turnout of young people, and it was Vancouver, and they said, well, it's Vancouver. Everyone was showing up to vote for pot. Those people won't show up next time if pot's legalized, so... Well, I, I, I don't know. All I know is it's disgusting the way we're picking a leader as if he's a film star, you know, because that is what he is, a film, a film star. And, and empty-headed people vote for people like that. All right. Kim, thanks for the call. Thank you.
I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Lowell Green. We'll be back in a moment talking about, um, well, the love fest between Trudeau and the state broadcaster that he's giving more money to. Surprise, surprise. And also, who do you think should be the next conservative leader? They're picking an interim leader this morning, full leader next. Who's your pick? Covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. Brian Lilly in for Lowell Green. I'll be here all week. We'll let you know when Lowell's back. Uh, but I've got to mention a, a non-politics-related story this morning. This is just heartbreaking. Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers, the, the man that should be turning around the franchise, should be rookie of the year this year. It's his first season, but high hopes for this guy. Out for months with a broken clavicle. Um, taken to the hospital Tuesday after the Oilers beat the Philadelphia Flyers 4-2. And now they're saying he won't be back till sometime in the new year. Uh, the um, general manager, Peter Shirelli, saying, we're not talking week to week, we're talking months. No definite time frame, but plural, months. That is heartbreaking. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch much of him play yet. I did watch one Edmonton game and did not see a lot of action from Connor McDavid, but like a lot of Canadians, I was looking forward to good things from him. So speedy recovery to him. I'm asking you about a couple of things. Who should be the next leader of the Conservative Party of Canada? And also... Can you believe about this whole collage of selfies with Justin and CBC that they're asking Canadians to send in your selfies with Trudeau so that they can do crafts? <sighs> they're absolutely breathless on this. 521-TALK, 521-8255 or Star 580 on Bell Mobility. Kathy in Marmora is calling in. Kathy, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. You got thoughts on the, the next leader of the Conservative Party? I do. And should, rather- they be some, should being able to take selfies be one of the prime qualifications. That doesn't matter to me. What matters to me <laughs> is that they show real political grit and guts and that they lead the party and present to the public a clear alternative to the to the liberals' advancement of um, what you called on Monday the UN's green agenda. I call it the global governance agenda. Um, well, and, it, it really yeah. is, and all you have to do is read the documents to see, but most people oh, yeah. won't read those documents. Well, even if they read the legislation, but what I'm getting at is uh, what really bothered me. I'm thinking of a couple of examples in 2008 in particular that really, really bothered me to see so much support from the conservatives going to liberal party bills that are contributing to the advancement of that agenda. And, you know, especially when I think back to, um, you know, they've been liberal bills sponsored by liberals, private members' bills. and they've Well, received, they, they did know, block some things like David McGinty's uh, attempt to try and, and, you know, have us meet Kyoto targets that his party signed on to and then ignored. Yeah. Making it impossible for Canada ever to meet them. Whether you agree with, mm-hmm. you know, Kyoto, whether you think it's a threat or not, the fact is they signed on to them in 97. And then did nothing, right. which made it impossible for anyone to meet. But then they used it as a point to criticize the conservatives with. Well, exactly. And getting out of Kyoto, I think, was great. I would have rather seen them withdraw from the UNFCCC. 
But I'm I would have rather seen them cancel the light bulb ban as well. <laughs> All that too. But when you think about, you know, I think about one thing that bothered me was things like the Official Development Assistance Accountability Act, which we're seeing kick in again with the post-2015 agenda. But, you know, it bothered me to see the definitions let go in that act that define Canadian values, amongst others, values of global citizenship, equity, and environmental sustainability. Well, this bill had, as it stood, unanimous support. And another one was Bill C-474, which gave us our Federal Sustainable Development Act and strategy. So, you know, what I would like to see is a Conservative Party that would present a real clear opposition, give the voters a choice. Okay. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. All right. uh, Before we get to Bob and Ironprior, who is calling in about CBC, I forgot to mention earlier uh, that I've been running a petition to sell the CBC. started before... We knew the results of the election, but um, it is out there. Sellthecbc.ca. If you want to join that movement, sellthecbc.ca. Even with this change in government and their promise to you know, give them more money and butter them up and give the third-rate anchor unfettered access, we're still going to present it probably through uh, Pierre Polyev or Cheryl Gallant. As Lowell used to say years ago, when there were only two conservatives in all of Ontario, it's no mistake that the only two conservatives elected in Ontario were elected within the sound of my voice. And that was Cheryl Gallant and Scott Reed at the time. Now there's only two again, but they're both within the CFRA nation. Bob in Arnprior, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Hi, Brian. Uh, i got a question for you. How can the CBC get away with what they're doing. Isn't it illegal? I thought they're supposed to have a mandate to represent all Canadians with the you know Canadian Broadcaster Corporation. Well, all Canadians voted for Justin, didn't they? It was a landslide, Bob. They also got bribed by $150 million. But I don't see anybody <laughs> stepping up and saying, you know, enough is enough, Brian. Well, I would... Um, I called them out on it. But very few were willing to do that. Well, I signed your petition. I'm phoning. I'm writing my members of parliament. I'm doing everything because I find that the only place I get my news, honestly, Brian, is from you know, the rebel.com and CFRA. All the other channels have got this love fest going on with Trudeau, and that's, you know, that's fine. That's Trudeau mania. But they don't give the other point of view. Like, there's so many things that Harper has done, our prime minister has done good for our country, but they don't even mention that. It's just constantly liberals, liberals, liberals say anything about the conservatives, and the CBC doesn't even mention it. That is the frustrating point of it. Well, they're about to bring back the law form census. The only thing that changed was we stopped throwing people in jail for refusing to tell you, tell the government details about their income or their Mm. home renovations or their lives. Uh, But you're not going to hear about that in the coverage, that you're going to hear that well, we're getting back to science. No, you're getting back to throwing people in jail for refusing to give the government information. And yet you complain about a police state under Stephen Harper. That's right. So it's frustrating. Bob, thanks for the call. You're welcome. All right. Joan in Ottawa. Joan, you got two minutes. Your thoughts on Trudeau and the next conservative leader. I just want to say that I'm very, 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 very happy with uh, with the way things turned out. With Justin Trudeau winning? 
Yep. Why? It plunged me into a sea of happiness because, Brian, frankly, everyone I know, everyone I know, with the exception of one or two people around me that surround me, were fed up with the toxicity and the, the disrespect and the, the fear-mongering and all the things that Harper brought onto our, our, our country, which made me ashamed. I, I can't tell Ooh, you. Tell, tell, I, me, I, tell I, me which fear-mongering. If you're going to claim you did something, tell everything, me where. Every, okay, you can't say everything. Brian, what, point everything to an example of fear-mongering. Did, the whole control factor, the whole thing about what he did in the, in, in the world with, with, with our country, making oh, us look like Joan. a bunch of frigging duds. Joan, you're the uh, his, dud his if you love, can't give you know, me a single you know example. His, no, no, no. His his love of Israel and no one else. Oh. What about the, Pal- what about the Palestinians? Oh. What yeah, about, we, sh- we should have... Uh, what about occupation? What about all... And you know what? He's treated like a rock star over there. And, and oh, you're going to call me anti-Semitic? Look, you cannot call me anti-Semitic. I want justice in this world and we got none of it from i'm not going to call you anti-semitic joan i'm going to call you a loon you call up and say that someone yeah you're a loon you call up and say that someone you're a riot you're a riot you know what she calls up and she says that he was fear-mongering about everything but can't give one example that my friends is a liberal voter brian lillian for lowell green back after this This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. So what would be a consequence for if the form, the form is not filled, whereas it's obligatory? Well, it, it has always well worked, uh, 94% of participation. Will there be some jail time? If, uh, well, in most times, people are very happy to fill the, the form. Because, Brian you know, Lilly filling in for Lowell Green. You're listening to, my apologies, I don't know who this is. He's one of the, uh, the new French cabinet ministers in the Trudeau government. Uh, he's there to speak um, for, to the French reporters, while Navdeep Baines, who's the minister in charge of the law form census now, makes the announcement, he's the industry minister, he's making the announcement that they're bringing back the mandatory law form census. Well, the question continually from reporters is, are you going to put people in jail if they refuse to fill it out? Because let's hit reality here. When the Harper government got rid of the mandatory loan form census, they didn't get rid of the loan form census. They stopped putting people in jail for refusing to fill it out. So they brought out what's called the National Household Survey. Let's listen into more of the questions here. It's a system that I'm has sorry, we're still really in French. We'll come back as soon as it hits English. I thought Mr. Baines was going to start speaking. Um, so they expanded the number of people that they sent the loan form out to, and they called it the National Household Survey, and it still asked you the same types of questions. But if you did not want to tell the government detailed information on your income, how much you made from a job, how much you made on investments, how much you spent on home renovations, yes, there were questions about home renovations. They didn't ask you if you didn't want to give them detailed information on your family. You didn't have to. 
Let's bring up Navdeep Baines now. Individuals and let them know that this is mandatory. If you look at 2006, the response rate was 93.5 percent, and in 2011, it's 77 percent. So people understand that has a significant impact on the quality of data. But I'm very confident in Stats Canada. They will make sure. No, I'm very <laughs> confident in Stats Canada asked. that they will communicate this. He keeps being asked, "What's the penalty if you don't fill it out?" And he won't say. So either they're not bringing back the mandatory long-form census, where you have to fill it out or you go to jail. Or he's just afraid to say what the penalty is going to be. They had more people fill out the 2011 lawn form census than they expected. It was not mandatory. People on the left and the right fought against the idea that you had to tell the government detailed information about your life or go to jail. People left and right fought that. There was a woman out of Saskatchewan who was a Green Party candidate, came very close to having to go to jail because she refused to give that information. Should the government, a government that keeps saying, we're going to be open, we're going to be transparent, we're not going to be draconian like the other guys, should they be able to throw you in jail because you refuse to tell them detailed information about your home renovations, about who lives in your house? None of your business. You can have their names, you can have their ages. That's about it. Other than that, if I don't want to tell you, I don't have to, and it's my right, go away. First two acts of the new liberal government. Raise taxes, throw people in jail for not telling detailed personal data. This is the change you voted for, Canada. Doug in Barhaven. You're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Hi, Brian. Um, Brian, I just wanted to comment on that uh, last caller before the news, the, the loon. You know, that's <laughs> typical of the liberals. You know, the old ostrich syndrome, bury your head in the sand so you don't see the problem. Um, well, you know, how how often have you been arguing with the liberal and they'll make a blanket statement and you say, hold on, give me an example. Well, just everything. That was Joan's answer. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's in generalities. There's nothing specific that they can say. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I, I, I'm so dismayed with uh, the strong support for the uh, for the liberals during this election. Uh Where's it coming from? I, I just don't understand it. And where do we go from here? Uh, the money that that guy is going to now spend is is going to throw us back into uh, into uh, deficit spending. Three years? Hey, yeah. it'll be a lot longer than that. Well, uh, thanks for the call, Doug, and okay. uh, keep your chin up. Uh, right. I had, um, let's see, just a couple of uh, other responses. Brandon tweeted in, I wish people would shove this fear-mongering stuff where the sun don't shine. That's in response to Joan. Uh, Melissa wrote in saying, Joan is a loon. All right, so she agrees with me. You want to get in touch with me, brian at therebel.media, or you can find me on Twitter. It's just easy. It's twitter.com slash Lilly or facebook.com slash Lilly. Uh, but, of course, you can call in as well. We'll be get to more of your calls in just a minute. I had to rant about the whole law form census thing. 613-521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. And we will be back after this. Brian Lilly sitting in for the legendary Low Green. This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. And Brian Lilly's filling in for the legendary Lowell Green today, um, talking about a bunch of issues, and we're going to get to your calls on that. Uh, Fernando wrote in about, uh, I think this was about Joan. 
Brian, I think we just met Paul's sister, and there must be a full moon. Sorry, that wasn't Fernanda. It's, the email says Fernanda, but she signed off Michelle. Uh, we've got um, Anne writing in about Harper derangement syndrome. Brian, you have my sympathies dealing with those afflicted with Harper derangement syndrome. As usual, they can provide no tangible examples of in what way Harper was a neocon or control freak. Quite insane. And one more. Let's get to uh, Chris writing in about Robert. I think some like to use big words and complex phrases just to hear themselves talk. The interweb has all kinds of resources to research a point as, well, not to sound like a moron. Robert definitely sounded like a moron. You want to write to me? You can get to me at brian at therebel.media. That's my email address. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Lilly. And there's a story up there that you might like. Uh, it says, praising Jesus is out, but see what is okay on Toronto City property. Yeah, they banned a, a Christian music festival in Toronto because they, they said the name of Jesus in a praise-like way. Uh, but my friend Sheila Gunn-Reed goes into what they do allow on Toronto City property. You will be amazed. Worth checking out and worth sharing. Jim in Arnprior, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, are you a big fan of the return of the mandatory lawn form census? Not at all. I think it stinks. I think it's Big Brother personified. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would have thought that the amount of information we provide when filling out our taxes would give the government enough information in order to make decisions that benefit the economy. Business groups are relying on the long-form census to plan I beg, their I'm business. Sorry, I beg your pardon? I keep hearing that business groups rely on this to plan their business. Uh, then you've got problems. Well, I, and, and the, the National Health Household Survey that they followed it up with is reliable data. Talk to any pollster. Talk to anyone that deals in data that isn't an ideologue on this. It, well, that's, that's my thought. And, and my, my other question, I wrote this all down, um, what is a net gain, really, for the long form? I mean, is it government? Is it Big Brother? It is Big Brother in a way, and I'll tell you why, Jim, because when this first started being talked about, I was asking those that supported it, why, why are you so obsessed about having this mandatory? And they said, well, because we've got to make sure we get accurate data. And I said, well, you know, talk to people in the business. They will tell you they can get accurate data. No, no, no. But we have to know because we have to be able to measure things so that we can do social program planning. May, may That's I ask what it's why? for. They want to do social program planning. May I ask how many, uh, the government knowing how many toilets you have in your house is relevant? Uh, no, it's <laughs> I mean, not relevant. Now, you know, that's the example a lot of us have used, and um, the uh, supporters like to say, well, they don't ask how many toilets are in. So let me read to you question H3A. How many rooms are are there in this dwelling? Include kitchen, bedroom, finished rooms in attic or basement, etc. Do not count bathrooms, halls, vestibules, or rooms used solely for business purposes. Number of rooms. Then it says, how many of these rooms are bedrooms? Number of bedrooms. When was this dwelling originally built? Gives you a bunch of answers you can check off. Is this dwelling in need of any repairs? No, only regular maintenance. Yes, minor repair. Yes, major repair. Uh, you have to say what your payments were for electricity, 
uh, or other factors over the last 12 months, what That's kind cra- of fuel you use. You have to give up your income data. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. J- no. Quick, quick if, thoughts, if, Jim. If I could, if I could just touch on a couple of more things, and I'll be very brief. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your previous callers, Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he wasted your time and my time. The uh, uh, I would like to see Rona Ambrose. You you like her as leader? Yes, yes. I I, I think. Uh, Ms. Ambrose would do a very good job. Smart as a whip and good on her feet in question period. Very good. The other being, um, and there, there are just two more brief things. If Harper was so bad, mm-hmm. why is most other countries coming forward and saying the world needs more Canada's? And the final uh, point I'd like to make and this is kind of a uh, tongue-in-cheek, but Justin and Sophie, mm-hmm. so far in this honeymoon period, are they Canada's Will and Kate? <laughs> as far as some of the media are concerned, yes. And that honeymoon, by the way, for most of the media, it's going to last four years. Four years. I think so. I, I gave it a year. Thanks, Jim. Thank you very much, Brent. All right, well, I'm going to play a clip for you before we go to break. Uh, this is Navdeep Bain's Minister of Industry talking about the return of the mandatory law form census. Now, what the Conservatives did when they got rid of the mandatory law form census was they didn't get rid of it. They changed it into voluntary. They increased the number of people they asked to fill it out, but they stopped throwing people in jail for it. And the Liberals decried this for years. So now Navdeep Bain comes out. Second act of government after announcing they're going to hike taxes right away is to say we're bringing back the mandatory law form census. All right. So reporters ask, well, what does that mean? If it's going to be mandatory, what kind of penalty are you going to impose on those who refuse to fill it out? Again, the idea is to engage Canadians. And if you talk to people who don't have the information, I believe in Stats Canada, for example, they're a very, very top-notch organization. They work really hard to engage Canadians to making sure they get the appropriate information. And if you speak to Canadians and you get them engaged in the process, they'll fill out the information. And that's what we're focusing on, because we need good, reliable data. And Get me a bucket, I'm going to throw up. He was asked that question time and time again, and he wouldn't answer. I'm going to bet that there are uh, penalties in there, but they don't want to talk about them just now. Brian Lilly in for the legendary Lowell Green. Jeff in Hensall. Robert in Ottawa. David in Ottawa South. We're getting to all your calls right after this. This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. And Brian Lilly's filling in for the legendary Lowell Green today, um, talking about a bunch of issues, and we're going to get to your calls on that. Uh, Fernando wrote in about, uh, I think this was about Joan. Brian, I think we just met Paul's sister, and there must be a full moon. Sorry, that wasn't Fernando. The email says Fernando, but she signed off Michelle. Uh, We've got... um, and writing in about Harper Derangement Syndrome. Brian, you have my sympathies dealing with those afflicted with Harper Derangement Syndrome. As usual, they can provide no tangible examples of in what way Harper was a neocon or control freak. Quite insane. 
And one more. Let's get to uh, Chris writing in about Robert. I think some like to use big words and complex phrases just to hear themselves talk. The interweb has all kinds of resources to research a point as, well, not to sound like a moron. Robert definitely sounded like a moron. You want to write to me? You can get to me at brian at media. That's my email address. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Lilly. And there's a story up there that you might like. Uh, it says, Praising Jesus is out, but see what is okay on Toronto City property. Yeah, they banned a, a Christian music festival in Toronto because they, they said the name of Jesus in a praise-like way. Uh, but my friend Sheila Gunn-Reed goes into what they do allow on Toronto City property. You will be amazed. Worth checking out and worth sharing. Jim in Arnprior, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, are you a big fan of the return of the mandatory long form census? Not at all. I think it stinks. I think it's Big Brother personified. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would have thought that the amount of information we provide when filling out our taxes would give the government enough information in order to make decisions that benefit the economy. Um, it, you like, know, what, it, like it, I, like business I, like, groups are, are relying on the long-form census to plan I beg, their I'm business. Sorry, I beg your pardon? I keep hearing that business groups rely on this to plan their business. Uh, then you've got problems. And the the National Household Survey that they followed it up with is reliable data. Talk to any pollster. Talk to anyone that deals in data that isn't an ideologue on this. Well, that's that's my thought. And and my my other question, I wrote this all down. Um, What is the net gain, really, for the long form? I mean, is it government? Is it Big Brother? It is Big Brother in a way, and I'll tell you why, Jim, because when this first started being talked about, I was asking those that supported it, why Why are you so obsessed about having this mandatory? And they said, well, because we've got to make sure we get accurate data. And I said, well, you know, talk to people in the business. They will tell you they can get accurate data. No, 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 but we have to know because we have to be able to measure things so that we can do social program planning. May, may That's I what it's why? for. They want to do social program planning. May I ask how many, uh, the government knowing how many toilets you have in your house is relevant? Uh, no, <laughs> it's mean... not relevant. Now, you know, that's the example a lot of us have used, and um, the uh, supporters like to say, well, they don't ask how many toilets are in. So let me read to you question H3A. How many rooms are are there in this dwelling? Include kitchen, bedroom, finished rooms in attic or basement, etc. Do not count bathrooms, halls, vestibules, or rooms used solely for business purposes. Number of rooms. Then it says, how many of these rooms are bedrooms? Number of bedrooms. When was this dwelling originally built? Gives you a bunch of answers you can check off. Is this dwelling in need of any repairs? No, only regular maintenance. Yes, minor repair. Yes, major repair. Uh, You have to say what your payments were for electricity, uh, or other factors over the last 12 months, what That's kind cra- of fuel crazy. you use. It's you crazy. have to give up your income data. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. J- now, quick quick if, thoughts, if, Jim. If I, could, if I could just touch on a couple of more things, and I'll be very brief. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your previous callers, Robert, mm-hmm. um, 
as far as I'm concerned, he wasted your time and my time. The uh, uh, I would like to see Rona Ambrose. You you like her as leader? Yes, yes. I I, I think uh, Ms. Ambrose would do a very good job. Smart as a whip and good on her feet in question period. Very good. The other being, um, and there there are just two more brief things. If Harper was so bad, mm-hmm. why is most other countries coming forward and saying the world needs more Canadas? And the final uh, point I'd like to make, and this is kind of a uh, tongue-in-cheek, but Justin and Sophie, mm-hmm. so far in this honeymoon period, are they Canada's Will and Kate? <laughs> as far as some of the media are concerned, yes. And that honeymoon, by the way, for most of the media, it's going to last four years. Four years. I think so. I, I gave it a year. Thanks, Jim. Thank you very much, Brent. All right, well, I'm going play a clip for you before we go to break. Uh, this is Navdeep Bain's Minister of Industry talking about the return of the mandatory law informed census. Now, what the Conservatives did when they got rid of the mandatory law informed census was they didn't get rid of it. They changed it into voluntary. They increased the number of people they asked to fill it out, but they stopped throwing people in jail for it. And the Liberals decried this for years. So now Navdeep Bings comes out, second act of government after announcing they're going to hike taxes right away, is to say we're bringing back the mandatory law form census. All right, so reporters ask, well, what does that mean? If it's going to be mandatory, what kind of penalty are you going to impose on those who refuse to fill it out? Again, the idea is to engage Canadians. And if you talk to people who don't have the information, I believe in Stats Canada, for example, they're a very, very top-notch organization. They work really hard to engage Canadians in making sure they get the appropriate information. And if you speak to Canadians and you get them engaged in the process, they'll fill out the information. And that's what we're focusing on, because we need good, reliable data. And Get me a bucket, I'm going to throw up. He was asked that question time and time again, and he wouldn't answer. I'm going to bet that there are uh, penalties in there, but they don't want to talk about them just now. Brian Lilly in for the legendary Lowell Green. Jeff in Hensall. Robert in Ottawa. David in Ottawa South. We're getting to all your calls right after this. Now back to Lowell Green on Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. Brian Lilly sitting in for Lowell Green. Just checking my email. If you want to contact me, brian at therebel.media. And Robert, who called in last half hour and just kept saying things he couldn't back up, writes in, Dear Brian, ad hominem attacks is all you can come up with. Nothing substantive manifests from your input because you have nothing to add, just like your mindless dwindling followers. This is a guy that couldn't back up anything he said. Robert, I invite you to call in, not today, another day, if you can back up what you're going to say. But, you know, I say this to everyone. If you're going to call up and say crazy things, well, I'm going to challenge you on it. Jeff in Hensall, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Your thoughts well, on the long-form uh, census yeah. today? Uh, yeah, uh, this long-form census thing. Like, Justin just totally lost his mind. I mean, our country totally lost our mind, I he think. He just lost his mind? Uh, the long-form census? Yeah. I absolutely go ahead and throw me in jail. I'm not filling it out. You don't need to know. Like you said, it's none of your business. 
this the government is supposed doesn't to... need to know how many toilets are in my house. Or, or how many are not, or yes, how many exactly. bedrooms, or... Or anything. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm uh, 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 true blue all the way through. Um, Stephen Harper was the best prime minister Cand ever had, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't see how, how uh, them bringing back the long-form census, and then they're not even saying what, what the consequences are. Well, you, go ahead, send it to me, because I'm not filling it out. It's, um, you know, I I wouldn't mind if it were voluntary. It is the mandatory nature that, that bothers me. And like I said, people on the left and the right have fought for this and said, no, you should not have this power. That's right. But, you know. Yeah, and, you know. Fight, fight um, any uh, ability uh, to give the, the police more power to fight terrorism. Everywhere they're here already. We've been attacked on our own soil. We're at war, but Justin, yeah. no, no, let's pull out. That's Ju- insane. It is. It is. It's totally insane. Thank- it's only a matter of time. The death of a nation. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right, David in Ottawa South. You're on the Little Green Thank Show with so Brian. A couple of quick comments sure. uh, before I get into the, the main one. Um, the ostrich uh, that somebody brought up can't with the head in the head sand can't see the problem. Mm. Well, if your head's in the sand, you can't see the solution either. <laughs> True enough. No, I've never heard anybody say that. Um, number two, the long. Let's no. Let's do Robert first. Okay. Uh, Robert ran for mayor the last election, and I put candidates into three categories. There's the 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 the, the uh, serious candidates, the front runners, kinds of things, and there's the also rans, and then there's the others. Well, Robert's one of the others. I've heard him, no, I've, seriously, I've heard him call into the radio and, and scream and shout and practically cry, Mr. Harper, I want a job. Where's my job, Mr. Harper? <laughs> no, seriously, I've heard that. that people will phone in and say, yeah, he, yeah he's done that. Um, the other one, the long-term census, yes, yes, yes. I really don't care about most of the questions. I mean, somebody wants to know how many toilets in my house, that's absolutely fine. I live in a three-bedroom house. I live alone. I've got one toilet, three bedrooms. One is a bedroom, one is a computer room, one is a storage room. Thank you very much. I don't care. Do I want to ask how many ladies I invited to the house last week? That's none of their business. But that's that's your option if you want to fill exactly, that out. Yeah. I, I don't think that, you know, the uh, threat so of jail time should be there. I draw the line of the kind of answers I give out. Yeah. Now, the, four, the one I really wanted to say was I phoned and I said, we'll wait and see. The biggest thing we have to wait and see about, and that's going to hurt this nation more than anything else that the government could ever do, and I'm going to sum it up in just two words, carbon pricing. Well, there's uh, James Carr, who's the um, the new natural resources minister, big fan of carbon taxes. Uh, Stéphane Dion, who's the foreign affairs minister and chair of the Cabinet Committee on Climate Change, big fan of carbon taxes. And uh, I believe Catherine McKenna, who oh, is the environment minister, I believe she is. is. Well, yeah. The, the, you know, the deck is stacked going over there. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact is that it is now the minister of the environment and climate change. And that's going to do us more harm than almost anything else it could do. And, and you look at the cha- name changes for the other ministries. It's no longer the Ministry of Citizenship and Immigration like it has been for a long time. It's mm-hmm. the Minister of Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship. Yeah. That shows where their emphasis is. It's not on citizenship. So yeah, we, we, we were going to be in for word of hurt. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, David. All right. Robert is in Ottawa. You're calling in about the conservatives and CBC. Yeah, well, uh, for the CBC, first of all, I'm on your side. I wish we could get rid of it, but that won't oh. happen in four years. Yeah, sorry. Uh, people were calling in earlier, and I forgot to give this out. People were calling in and saying, what's the, the website for that petition I started? 
It's, it's already signed. Sell the CBC.ca. If if for other people they want to sign it, sell the CBC.ca. Yeah, I bought your book and I read it and uh, I'm totally for it. Uh, I'm an, another Robert from the other Robert. Uh, I'm a conservative, but mm-hmm. I'm total opposite of what he said. I want to get rid of the word progressive in every province. It's uh, progressive. Progressivism and conservatism are competing political ideologies that do not belong together, despite what some people say. The progressive, to be progressive, is to be left. And another point I'd like to bring up is uh, the four investigation for uh, McWindbag, I call her. Uh, You're not going to see anything until she's out of power because they paid off the the union. They paid off the OPP. uh, It certainly looks like that, and that can't be good for the OPP. The, The commissioner should be pushing for more. And the RCMP, after High River... Don't count on them either. The, uh, the, the police in this country are crooked. I'm sorry. It's um, between High River and all the OPP investigations in uh, in Ontario. Uh, I I have lost. Um, but you know, at least let me say this, Robert. I've lost my faith in police brass, not necessarily frontline officers. Oh, same thing here. Yeah, it's the brass that's that's uh, that's the problem. And uh, and the only way we're going to get rid of Trudeau now or uh, McWeeny uh, is by going bankrupt, and we are going to go bankrupt. Who? Uh, quick, quick thoughts. Tell me we're not. Quick thoughts, because I got to get to Ian on the, the line three, and I want to ask you, uh, who's the first name that comes to mind when I say next conservative leader? Uh, Jason Kenny. All right, we'll see what uh, Ian thinks. Thanks for the call, Robert. No problem. Ian in Ottawa, you're on the Low Green Show Things with Brian. Things haven't Lilly. changed. Things have not changed. The federal government has an employee assistance program that they outsource, and guess who the company is? Who's that? Moreau Chappelle. And who's our new Minister of Finance? Mr. Moreau. It, you know, I... <laughs> and who's Mr. Moreau married to? He's married to Nancy McCain. And yes, that is McCain fries. <laughs> so soon they'll be asking if you want fries with that as well. You know, uh, and, and yet Robert called in and said uh, it was the Harper government that was the corporatist, so... We'll oh, see. the corporatist. Oh, yes, yes, Mr. Moreau's $30 million, I believe, is in his uh, blind trust or supposed blind trust. Number two, right after Paul Martin. I, I will at least covered. say this. The, you know, Bill Moreau is one of the, the hopes for me in the cabinet because he actually gets Bay Street. He understands what it takes to make money. If Christian Freeland had got it, this was a woman that believes in tax rates of 70% and up. Well, he primarily built Moreau Chappelle from acquisitions. It was, and I believe it was actually his father who founded. His father started it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have so, any thoughts on who should be the next conservative leader, Ian? Someone young, someone with lots of energy, and someone who understands social media, and someone who's right of center. And I don't even think we know who they are yet. You don't think it's any of the? I don't think it's anybody who's put their name in. I no. Think all those people are yesterday's song. I mean, we're talking about five years from now before we even have a chance to knock out Trudeau. And it's going to have to be somebody with a lot of spunk who understands social media, who who's who you can't you can't be in the closet anymore, so to speak. I don't mean that the way it traditionally means. You just can't hide from the public anymore. You have to be out there because the media is out there. It's totally open, and you have to embrace it and not run away from it because then you lose touch. Well, funny enough, that uh, that was the topic of a. A column that I wrote at the Rebel the other day, and yeah. saying that um, conservatives have to stop being shy. There was an Ipsos poll yeah. showing conservatives yeah. less likely to engage in social media. I don't even media. think. I seriously don't think we know who that next person is yet. It's somebody young within the party who's probably in their thirties right now or in their late thirties. 
All right. Ian, thank, thanks a lot for bye. the call. Bye. I'm Brian Lilly. I'm sitting in for Lowell Green. Going to be here for the rest of the week. And I welcome your feedback. You can reach me, brian at therebel.media, or you can engage with me on Twitter or Facebook. It's twitter.com slash Lilly or facebook.com slash Lilly. And I've been posting stories that I think that you're going to like it uh, at Facebook so far today, including, like I said, one that said, mm, they won't allow Christians to sing praise to Jesus on Toronto City property, but you will be shocked at what they do allow on Toronto City property. What's it going to be like here in Ottawa soon, I wonder? So check that story out. Share it with your friends and your family on Facebook. And if you're upset at the love machine that CBC has become for Justin Trudeau, you know, the send us your selfies, the unfettered access for Peter Mansbridge, the, the leader of the third or anchor of the third newscast in a three-horse race, then do me a favor. Go to the petition website, sellthecbc.ca, sign the petition, even though this government says they're not going to, you know, they'll ignore it, that they want to give them more money, we're going to present the petition, work with someone like Cheryl Gallant and say, here are Canadians for the, you know, on the side of sanity. We'll be back tomorrow on the Island of Sanity. Brian Lillian for the legendary Lowell Green on News Talk 580 CFRA.